people. Welcome to, can you hear me? Welcome to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. I am your host, Nate. Um, and today we're going to do some hot topics. We're going to talk about some um, issues that I've been um, kind of following in the news. Um, I also want to talk about um, some professional development, some workshops that the Artist Exchange will be hosting has been hosting and will be hosting. Um, and I got a couple shout outs uh, to some people that's been doing some awesome work and I wanted to give them their dues. I'm gonna actually do that first. So first of all, I wanna shout out to my big sis, Ms. Ross Cawson. She is now the executive director for the school year 2021, 2022 uh, for the Baltimore School of the Arts. So shout out to her, that's a great accomplishment. And they have a great, uh, artist and educator at the helm of their program. She was formerly the uh, director for the theater department at School of the Arts, but now she's the executive director for the school. So shout out to her um, and her team. Uh, what else? Mm, I want to give a shout out to uh, Miss Sophia. Uh, she's a comedian out of Atlanta, comedian and host and uh, just all around crazy lady out of um, Atlanta. Uh, she is also one of my station mates at We Are You Radio. So shout out to her. Today is her birthday. Um, she's been celebrating for a minute because she just came back with T.S. Madison from um, Mexico. And uh, I'm sorry, I keep on turning this up. So uh, just shout out to everybody that's been making this pandemic work for them. Uh, businesses, uh, we, we, I think we have an influx of restaurants, boutiques, uh, and other businesses uh, because a lot of people are just getting tired of working for other people. And, and I, don't, I don't blame them. I, don't, I ain't mad at them. Uh, so definitely shout out to all of those people. Again, shout out to Ross Coffin. Uh, for her great accomplishments. Um, I'm really excited for her. And um, yeah, happy birthday to Miss Sophia. Um, what else did I want to talk about before I get into the topics today? Um, hold on, I'm trying to share out the show and such. Uh, just a reminder, if you don't catch the show live, then you can, um, oh, I just saw it. <laughs> I just saw it. Uh, but if you don't catch the show live, uh, please catch um, us on YouTube or on Facebook at, uh, you can even look up the Artist Exchange Radio Show or you can look up Be Exposed Radio um, and you'll be able to find it on our page. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, all that jazz. Um, and you can also find the Artist Exchange Radio Show as well as Big Exposed Radio on Facebook and Instagram, uh, just, just as much as I do, Facebook and Instagram. Um, and definitely like our page. Uh, we have a group page for artists, and then you can go to our radio show page for the Artist Exchange as well. Um, and that's all the updates. You get all of the uh, upcoming events, calendar items, events that we're a part of, things that I'm doing individually as an artist, like here, you see the background. I'm in the studio for my jewelry company, Vashtar Blue Jewelry. So we have a number of events like this Sunday. Come on out um, 
Tamika, who will be starting on the show, her Nick and Buck radio show that starts actually on Monday the, at 7 p.m. Come on out uh, this Sunday. She'll be doing a grand opening of her Boutique the Style Lounge um, here at 1734 Maryland Avenue. So come on out. The Artist Exchange uh, Bash Top Blue Jewelry will be open that day as well. So you can come on by and check out Style Lounge, check out Love for Moms that we had on last week with Latasha Peaks, as well as uh, Lakeisha White of uh, the Resource Networking Firm. Um, and all four of us will be out here doing our things, selling, networking, and all that jazz. So if you are a startup business um, or you're a business and you want to network either with the Artist Exchange, Rash Out Blue, the Style Lounge, or um, either Love for Moms or the Resource Networking Firm, come on out, bring your business cards. Um, any questions you may have will all be available for that conversation as well. Um, in addition to that, what else did I want to say about that? Hmm. Yeah, I, I did say Nick and Buck. They'll be premiering on this coming Monday uh, at 7 p.m. on BigSpoilsRadio.com. I got to meet the Buck of the Nick and Buck, um, and he's a, a really funny young man. Uh, so come on, join that show. Uh, and if you are looking to bring your show to our station, um, definitely hit us up at info at BigSpoilsRadio.com, um, or you can hit me up directly on our social media and we'll um, get the ball rolling to your new show. Is that the only show we have coming this week? Possibly. Oh, oops. So, yeah. So, those are my announcements for right now. I have a couple announcements when we take our first break. Where do I want to start? Um, I don't really want to start with him yet. I'm going to start with how y'all doing? Say hello to me. Tell me your. Tell me who's on. I can't tell who's on. So if you're watching, leave me a comment. You can also give us a call uh, today at four four three six four two nine four zero three. Oops, I remembered it without even um, looking at it. Uh, uh, let me share this one more time and then I'm finished. So today we got some hot topics. Um, we're going to talk a little bit of, well, a lot of it about the baby and his controversial comments that he made at a recent concert. Um, also we're going to bring up T.I., uh, who kind of try to defend the baby and kind of put his foot in his mouth as well, bringing in little Nas X and homophobia, sexism and all that, all that jazz. So we talk a little bit about T.I. Um, we also have a couple, oh, shoot. we have a couple of topics that I wanted to also address um, in terms of mental health. Um, one, everybody knows about the young lady, Miss Biles, uh, the Olympiad, the Olympiad. Who took some time off for her mental health, as well as Tamar Braxton. She's back in um, celebrity news for her decisions to join another reality show after saying reality almost killed her. So we're going to talk a little bit about mental disorder, the flip-flopping of T. Uh, 
Tamar Braxton, um, the baby, the dumb baby, uh, and T.I. foot in the mouth, uh, <laughs> Harrison. Um, and today, um, thank you all for continuing to tune in, uh, liking, sharing, subscribing. I really appreciate you all for tuning in and supporting the station at large. Um, it has not been easy. I've been here for a number of years. Uh, holding it down for Big Exposed Radio, and this sometimes it can get a little, um, uh, it can get a little repetitive. And I've been looking for some ways recently to kind of revamp, refresh uh, the show. As you see, we have maintained this um, digital platform in terms of watching us virtually. Uh, well, you always watch us virtually, but in terms of guests and such, but you will have a couple guests in like with me live, but mainly um, everything has been virtual for the last year. Uh, and that's going to continue going. But beyond that, just figuring out ways to kind of revamp the artist exchange and with this new platform that we've been using for this year. Well, it's not that new right now, but <laughs> we've been using it for the last year. So just figuring that out and finding ways to kind of keep it fresh. As you see, I haven't had a co-host in quite some time, and I think I'm gonna keep it that way um, because everybody's work ethic isn't your work ethic. And I think I'm gonna start off with that. Um, we have to figure out how to, one, as individuals, being as though we are now in this space where everybody and their mama has started a business, um, which is great because it's really making a lot of these conglomerate, these corporations rethink their strategy in terms of how they treat their employees. Because a lot of people have just walked off the job due to this pandemic and a lot of people just deciding that they want to do it their own way. Um, for me, I decided that years ago, um, because it's, it's not so much that I can't take direction or I don't work well with others, but I don't want to be treated like anything. And then, you know, when something happens like a pandemic, you really see how people value you. You know, a lot of these businesses laid people off at the very beginning of this because they didn't know what was happening um, or just to save money. Um, and then they're calling all these people back. But now a lot of companies have gone to um, putting employees as contractual employees, meaning they have no benefits, no real um, security in their job, um, but they're doing just as much, if not more work for sometimes less to pay and or less hours rather. Um, and that's, that's just not flying with a lot of people. So a lot of people, have, we have a lot of new restaurants, a lot of new boutiques, a lot of new companies, um, event halls, uh, trucking companies, boutiques, like I said, restaurants, like I said, hair salons, shops, clothing shops, all these things that have been opened up due to people taking advantage of the opportunity to start their own business. A lot of people had a lot more time on their hands and maybe a couple extra dollars in their pocket. And they were afforded the opportunity to be able to open up their own business. And I love it. I love the creativity. I love the entrepreneurship that I've been able to see. But because of all of these businesses, we have to now learn how to do business with each other. And that's minority businesses, Black-owned businesses, women businesses, uh, across the board, we have to learn how to work with each other. And we are notorious for having 
bad customer service or bad engagement with each other. And many of us, I, I hate to see many of our businesses marketing themselves directly to white consumers because the, the thought is that we don't really spend money, even though any any pie chart you'll see on this matter shows that we spend way more money than any other consumer yet. All of our ads, all of our marketing is always geared towards others, um, people who are soon to have the money at their disposal. So in terms of our own communities, we have to really make sure that our dollar, one, circulates within that community, but also we are doing business with, with each other with integrity and and just res- common mutual respect for each other. Um I'm just trying to mark my words, but um, yeah, I just, what I've been seeing, you know, over the last year or so is, is progress, but a lot of that progress is being met by um, some negativity within the community, some, some otherisms that we often adapt to how we do business um, and just people not dealing with self and then putting themselves in positions where they have to deal with others, which causes conflict and and a lot of uh, turmoil that does not necessarily have to be. So with that being said, um, the Artist Exchange is offering, um, is hosting an offering as well, um, vision board uh, workshops. We can do them one-on-one or you can do them in groups. Um, you can do them with your team that you are opening a business with or, you know, some friends or, you know, you can do them one-on-one with you and your business associates. Um, and this vision board workshop is a little bit different. It's not just about dream boarding, uh, cutting out pictures from magazines and posting them on a poster, um, gluing them on a poster rather. Um, it's a little bit deeper than that, and it's dealing with first self. So dealing with those things that are roadblocks for me as an individual, dealing with my truths, my wants, and my needs as an individual, and then we begin to branch out uh, to your business, to your desires, to your everyday life, to the people that you're deal- doing business with, and we begin to kind of map a plan and a strategy. Because often many of us, because we've waited so long, because we haven't always had the resources, a lot of us started businesses with no plan, no business plan. And it's possible to have a successful business and do it that way. But to be a long-term successful business, you have to have a plan. And a plan isn't necessarily for anyone else. The plan is for you. When you hit roadblocks, when you hit stumbling blocks, when you fail in certain ways, your business plan is the template that you put up before you started the business, allegedly, uh, to kind of tell you what to do, tell you how to do it, tell you um, if this happens, then this will happen. So that business plan kind of puts you back on track or allows you to expand or alter your original strategy or plan. And it's been very useful to me because I do so many different things that I've been able to kind of create bridges with this strategy. So this vision boarding uh, workshop is something that I've adapted, something that I've taught to others. And a lot of my friends that I'm now dealing with, we are now doing things this way. 
um, and because it's it helps you to kind of itemize everything that you want and kind of put it together in an organized way so you can flip through it and and figure it out the the old way of doing dream boards and vision boards to me it it works for the people who love it but for me it me putting a Ferrari or a million dollars or a mansion or the, the pricey jewels or, you know, love, putting those things on a board can sometimes be one, overwhelming, sometimes not realistic to where you currently are. So with this vision board uh, workshop, I kind of work with you where you are. Well, I do work with you where you are. Um, and I just actually finished one in DC for an organization and their interns, their new uh, group of interns. And I hope to continue doing that with them because that was very, it was beneficial to me because I do this already in my, my students and with a few entrepreneurs and artists that I come across. Uh, can you still hear me, Marnie? Because it said my microphone changed. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, so yes. So I've already been doing it with my students and after doing it with this group of interns, it kind of showed me that a lot of the issues that we run through, run into as business owners and as creatives um, is due part and largely to our own individual self. So if you have a issue with, so if, say you open up a business, but as a personal business, personally, you have issues with money management, or you have issues with engagement, like you're not a people person, that's going to affect how you run your business. Whether you are in a customer service industry or not, you still have to deal with people, whether it be vendors, whether it be you calling people, whether it be you having meetings with people, whether you hiring people or you working alongside other people, you're going to come into these issues. And this information isn't just for um, entrepreneurs, but maybe somebody who's thinking of starting their own business. But just in general, like this, I work with a young lady who is consent in her career. And um, she doesn't necessarily want to open her own business. She enjoys the career that she has. But a lot of the issues that she's running into is her, how does she relate to people? Well, that stems back to self and the experiences that you've had with your own individual life. Um, and that in and of itself can be a distraction in a workplace environment. If you don't know how to get along with people because you don't trust people based off some things that have happened to you in the past, you got to get rid of some of that baggage you're carrying in order to be better at whatever job or career path uh, or industry you find yourself in. So uh, hit us up at the Artist Exchange. We have an event coming up on uh, one, we have the 15th of August. I'm sorry, skipped my mind. Uh, Sunday, the 15th of uh, August is our next workshop. And we'll be doing part two to our two hour eliminating the roadblock series. Um, and we're going to do that series once a month. Uh, a portion of that series once a month. Uh, so the next one is actually on the 15th, and then we'll have a workshop that will be coming out this Friday. Um, we'll be posting a date tonight 
so that'll be at the end of August. So every two weeks we'll be doing a workshop in this vision boarding uh, workshop series um, geared towards helping you with various things. So the second one in August will be geared towards fundraising. Um, and fundraising can mean whatever you think it means. In a nonprofit world is doing benefits and having galas and art shows and such to raise money. But for a for-profit business, that may mean something totally different. That may mean you have to step up your engagement or your marketing uh, package in order to bring in more customers. So we help you with those things. And each one of the workshops will be hosted by a experienced individual who is in this field. So the um, Eliminating the Roadblock uh, Vision Boarding will be hosted by myself. And then the second one for each month will be hosted by another expert. The first expert that we have is Nikki Scroggins. We've seen her on She's been on the show recently and, and a few times in the past. Um, she is an employee of uh, the PBS station, um, and she does marketing. She does fundraising and for them as well. Uh, but more importantly, she does the Your Grieving Girl series on, uh, you can find it on YouTube or any major uh, digital platform as well. She has her own podcast now where she talks about grieving and um just the, the after uh, effects of losing a loved one or a parent. Um, so I've, I think I have an episode. Well, I do have an episode on it. So go to her Facebook page, Your Grieving Girl, or Nikki Sparkers, and you'll be able to find those, um, those links for those podcasts. But she'll be our first guest um, facilitator for our workshop on fundraising. And then each month we'll have a different topic in conjunction with uh, eliminating the roadblocks. So you can join in all of them. You can come in person. We have a limited amount of seats for in person, but you can also um, view it virtually and it'll be in real time. Uh, so you'll be able to ask your questions to myself or whomever is hosting that particular workshop. So that's enough on that. Um, I'll kind of wrap that up at the end of the show as well. But I wanted to go into our uh, topics for the day. Um, so I'm going to go over them one more time. So we're going to talk about the baby. We're going to talk about T.I. We're going to talk about uh, Lil Nas X and the relationship to all of them. We also will bring up some mental health in the last part of the show. Um, speaking on Tamar and Miss Biles uh, from the, the Olympic star who kind of took a break from this year's Olympic Games to deal with her mental health. So, uh, Marnie, if we can take a quick break, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange Radio Show only on BeExposedRadio.com. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Are we good? Oh, there we go. Here I come. What the hell are you doing? There ain't nowhere to board a train, you damn stupid nigga. 
Well, he might could have said nincompoop. We ain't no nincompoop. Here I come. Here I come. Open it. We're gonna play for you our first tune. It's called Let's Start What We Have Come Into the Room to Do. Right on. Here goes. to make a grand entrance. I know who you are. The angel who hunts down those who trespass against him with no mercy. I'm so happy um, to see my mommy's whole family members today. Um, I want to get back on the station, but I definitely want to brush my head for my business on the Exposed Radio. They are um, attached to so many different businesses and great entities here in the city. If you have a business, you definitely want to put your business out there, commercial, shout out, anything, and sponsor one of the great shows that's on the Exposed Radio. What's up? Welcome back. That was Tamika Nicole of the Style Lounge Boutique giving her her uh, thoughts and opinions of Be Exposed Radio. And then, like I said, she'll be the host, one of the hosts of the Nick and Buck show premiering on Monday, August the 2nd. This coming Monday, August the 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on BeExposedRadio.com. Um, so our first topic for the hour is the baby. So I didn't want to give him any more free publicity as every other podcast and blogger and Facebooker has been doing by sharing his video, but to a brief synopsis of the video. So at a concert, uh, the baby instructed his audience to hold up their phones if they don't have HIV. That alone would have been outrageous and egregious and all those other aegises. Uh, but uh, he also said, hold up your phone if you're not a dude who's been sucking dick in the parking lot. Um, it was very specific. It was very um, uh, wow-ish. 
Um, and then you hear somebody behind him on the audio saying, yeah, because a couple of y'all niggas are his suspect. Um, and it just, it was really out of nowhere. Now, what happens when you see these clips is it can be taken out of context. The person said what they said, but often we don't know what came before and we don't know what comes after. So with that being said, I'm not judging him based off of his whole performance. Rather, I am having a conversation about just the comments in general. Um, So after receiving a backlash, after being booed, after being um, kind of uh, scolded online and by people who attended the concert um, and knowing somebody, I knew somebody who actually attended the concert. It was, she said it really was out of left field. It was, he was given a good show um, and it was towards, she said, I think she said it was like towards the middle of the show when he made these comments. Now as artists, artists get the, the double-edged sword where people want them to use their platform to bring up issues and topics and fight for certain causes. And at the same time, and the same people often are telling them to shut up and entertain. Well, I want the baby to actually take that advice, to shut up and entertain. Actually, Chris Brown, Chris Brown responded to all this by saying, as an entertainer, you need to shut up, perform, say thank you, and get off the stage. And I'm not saying that's for artists in general. That's what they need to be doing. But if you have this type of venom and disrespect that flows from your mouth, because um, this isn't the first time the baby has gotten in trouble for something he said, but this was the first time that it was recorded uh, live from his fans that came to see his concert. Um, And not even to really attack either of the issues, because many people have turned this into a homophobic slur, but more importantly, you isolated your fan base. Because I'm sure out of all of those people that were in that room and attended, somebody had HIV. Somebody had a parent or a child or a friend or a loved one who has died, maybe on the verge of dying, uh, or somebody may just don't know, or just a loved one in general who is suffering with it. And to say something as insensitive as that, and he followed that up with, um, I'm not talking about my gay people, because the people who follow me, speaking of his gay fans, are not nasty, are not um, trashy. And it, it was it was a lot of this vile explanation for why he said what he was saying. He was talking about other people, um, not even addressing the whole, if you've been sucking dick in a parking lot, which he said out his mouth. He, he made it uh, homophobic. And to me... This type of behavior has to be eliminated. We can't keep on going to bat with these people because the other kind of um, gut punch was this was a huge concert where Megan Thee Stallion had just gotten off the the stage as well. And his surprise guest, uh, the baby's surprise guest, was Tory Lanez, um, which is totally disrespectful. And that's a whole nother story because now... Tory Lanez may be possibly facing some charges because he uh, went against the restraining order uh, that Megan Thee Stallion has against him for being in a certain proximity of her. So that's a whole other story. So we're going to 
continue that, but that goes along with this because for so long, the culture has uh, applauded and congratulated this type of behavior in terms of what masculinity is and what being a real man is and being anti-gay, uh, LGBTQ, all that, um, and just being ignorant and saying ignorant shit out of your mouth. And we have continued, and I'll add myself and just the community at large, we've applauded these types of people because they share the same insecurities and opinions that we have. So we often applaud this type of person, but this type of, of conversation, now the baby has lost a lot of a clothing line that he was working on, um, some dates to other concerts, tours that he was on. He's lost those things. People, those people who have produced those events or um, put on those events have pulled him. The clothing company that he was uh, working with, that he was producing his own line of clothes, has cut him from that. So he's lost endorsements. And to speak to him, you're out here capping for uh, individuals uh, who, who think like you think, but these people ain't lost their job. These people ain't lost their livelihood. And you're on the verge of really losing it all because of your opinions. And not only did he say these things in his concert, but he then he followed that up with um, some uh, ignorant um, uh, ignorant posts that he made defending himself. Um, and it just fur and I think that's what is getting him in trouble. The video he made after this probably would have blew over, and it probably would have just been another sound bite that kind of got lost in social media. But then he followed that up with more commentary on BS. And I just want to know what what do you think we should do? How do you think we should handle this? How do you think we should go about dealing with this level of ignorance, this level of stupidity and just bad behavior, overall bad behavior. How do we address this? How do we fix this? How do we eliminate this? Because him saying it co-signs the everyday conversations that happen within our community, the further hate, the fact that uh, since even the pandemic has started, we have a number of trans individuals that have been killed. We have a number of uh, gay bashings that have happened. All of these things that keep happening as a result of someone's ignorance, phobia, or and or hate that they are putting out there and they're being allowed to be put out there. So the fact that he is now losing sponsorships and opportunities because of his hate that he is spilling, I think that is justification. But I, I need our community because those comments in the comment section, go through those comment sections and you'll be able to see the people that were defending him. And one of those people were, is T.I. T.I. came to his defense saying that, uh, and he connected Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B and Little Nas X to this conversation because the baby, I, I'll have to say that wasn't, he didn't speak specifically about anybody. T.I. brought in the Meg to Stallion, the Cardi B, the Little Nas X in terms of his uh, sexuality, Little Nas X's sexuality. 
an over-sexualization of individuals in general, which is why he brought up Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B, was, which he was defending himself for not being homophobic. As the baby, the baby was actually doing, because the baby went on to say, I have gay people that was in the audience, and he kept picking out this one gentleman, uh, allegedly this one gentleman, that was in the audience that had a crop top on. And his mind was just fixated on this one crop top. Uh, I guess to him who was homosexual um, and him defending him not being homophobic, just stating the truth as he spoke about. Um, T.I. went on to then bring in Little Nas X in terms of an argument that he was making. Um, and because Little Nas X is allowed to make vid music videos that he like his last um, industry baby um, video that he just made, he used that as a means. Well, if Little Knox X has a platform and has a right to be able to voice his opinions, then the baby has the right to to um, defend and speak on his opinions. And it was really comparing apples to oranges. Uh, apples to peanuts. Like, it's not even in the same family, in the same order, because this young man is expressing himself creatively, whereas this person is simply uh, spewing hate. You know, Little Nas X had, had said his uh, music video, which T.I. was referencing, uh, said nothing about heterosexual heterosexuals or um, the baby or anybody specifically. These two people brought in a specific person and made it very specific and had a, a viewpoint, which they're allowed to have, that kind of was hate, what that was hate for other people. Now, the other issue was T.I. did begin to speak about Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B, which brought in the sexism aspect of it. And I, I really don't, first of all, T.I., all people, has no right or no, um, no validity in these types of conversations. Only because, sir, you're being accused of rape right now. You're being accused of having uh, forced threesomes in sex uh, incidents with you and your wife with other people. You are currently being uh, investigated for this. So you, of all people, should not have anything to say negatively about how anybody else is choosing to live their life. Because you're currently uh, in the middle of a court case where you are, where someone is basically saying you have raped them. You drugged them and you raped them. Um, and I'm not speaking on whether he's innocent or not, because I don't believe he's guilty. But that's another story. But the fact that you are being... Um, accused of this and your whole point to your defense and your defense of the baby is children don't need to be seeing this children don't need to watch stuff like this and um i agree with you but children also don't need to see their dad on the news being accused of rape because of his uh lifestyle choice he, he we, we shouldn't his children and children in general shouldn't have to see that either and i just want ti to begin to think more before he speaks. And I want somebody to be able to reach out to artists, the baby or T.I., who has some influence over their life or who that person will listen to or respect and, and, and big brother them or big sister them or auntie or uncle them 
you know, um, give them some guidance in terms of not so much how to say things, but certain things don't need to be said. And uh, I do the morning show for Where Are You Morning Group, Where Are You Radio? And this was a conversation that we've been having all week long about um, just these types of conversations and how it can really... um, be detrimental not only to us as a culture, but to certain bodies of people, specifically certain groups of people who uh, are being spoke about and nothing is being done. Like people can come out and spew hate like this and nothing's being done. Now, in this case, the baby is losing a lot of his endorsements, but somebody like T.I., what's being done to him? I mean, because of his allegations, he's lost his show uh, the the um, T.I. and Tiny Family Hustle, he's lost his show, but that was only because of the rape allegations. He's been spewing hate like this, and I'm thinking back to his lyrics where he's speaking about women and or, or speaking about issues like this, and nothing's being done. And I'm not a person that wants everybody to be punished and beaten, but something needs to be done because this type of jargon is then being brought into a a community atmosphere and being used as the fuel for hate crimes and being the reason behind hate crimes. And I'm not blaming uh, T.I. because a trans person was killed or a gay person was bashed, but I'm saying your rhetoric is then being passed on through your platforms your fans, the people that support you and subscribe to you. And then people from that group are then going out and living that life on a real consistent basis where you're still comforted by your little bubble, your little celebrity, and you're being protected by this, but you're allowing other people to kind of endorse your ignorance. And that's the part that is uh, uncomfortable to me. That's the part that I don't, that I don't get, and that is is uncomfortable to me. And I, I like what would an, what would speaking about the baby? What would give you? Why, why would you say this? Like I, I couldn't even think of how to say that. Like what what was going through your mind that that would come out? And he said it was a call to action. You know, and we know what call to actions means because we just saw Trump just uh, do that for the last four years. His call to action in terms of hate mongering and um, uh, getting these supreme white supremacist groups to getting out to get out and doing damage in our community in our country. But I, I, it was funny he said that this was a call to action. Him saying, hold your phones up if you don't have AIDS or HIV or hold your phone up if you aren't a man who's been sucking dick in the parking lot. Like, it seems weird to me. It seems like you've seen something, you've experienced something, because for that to be on the forefront of your mind, like, what's happening? What's happening in the world, in the world of the baby? What's happening to a, um, what's happening to you? Who raised you? Who hurt you? You know, what have you seen? Like uh, one of my other calls, he was he was saying, well, maybe it was a part of the conversation behind 
you know, behind the stage, maybe when he was getting ready, maybe that was the conversation that they were having and that just was on his mind to talk about. But where's the filter? Where's the filter at? Where, where is the filter? You know, what do you decide? How do you decide what to sell your mouth and what not to sell your mouth? Because this is just beyond hate. This is beyond ignorance. Like, why in this group of people, after a year of being locked down, is this what is on your mind? Not, let's go get vaccinated. Let's, you know, make sure we well, like something intelligent. And I'm not expecting for him to be any, any particular thing. All I'm saying is, why? Like, why is this the type of conversation that we're, we're having right now? And I'm just looking at all the many platforms that have covered this particular story in the last week. And it's a lot of uh, protecting him. Like he has a right to have his opinion and he does, but this type of opinion is getting people killed and hurt within our communities. And I don't understand how we can continue to defend this type of jargon. Now he is being punished unlike T.I., for his consistent rants that he's making. But for the baby, he is being punished. But I'm speaking in just in general. This is one person that's going to lose money. But somebody's going to pay him to come to a concert where they are because they believe in what he's believing. Or they believe what he said. Or they share his sentiments. And I'm really, um, it's kind of nerve-wracking to know that we live in a country still that, hate is applauded and hate is congratulated and hate is kind of high-fived in our communities. While the hate that's being spewed is directly connected to violence towards certain bodies of people. You know, the health community, and and people have spoken out, so I'm not going to say nobody's doing anything. Like Elton John spoke out um, because he runs a foundation that supports HIV AIDS research, uh, he spoke out and, and as a representative of that community. And it just was ignorance. Like, it, it was ignorance. And that type of ignorance is why hate is still heavy and prevalent within our communities and our culture and our country. Um, and we can't keep blaming white people for their viewpoints and just kind of overlooking or skating over the fact that we often have similar or just as detrimental opinions and viewpoints than our white counterparts, uh, politically or just culturally, however, whatever the issue may be. Um, so I, I just want, what will be the reaction to this, you know, will it be just a news story that just get talked about for a minute and then it blows over? Like, what, what is his punishment so people don't feel the need to do this? Because he felt an urge and he felt he was in happy co- uh, company. And and on the flip side of that, when specifically in, in cases of homophobia, uh, I, I'm always shocked at people who are gay, LGBT, trans, whatever, who defend this? Because there were people in the comment section of many of the threads that I saw that were defending him that claimed they were from that culture. I watched a couple like T.S. Madison, um, and there was another one I watched, but in her comment section, there were people who were gay that were defending him. 
Like he has the right to have his opinion. He does have a right to have an opinion, but when it's hate and when it's causing violence towards people, we can't directly connect him with the violence, but that viewpoint on a platform that big, you know, this has been, that video has been shared several times, both of the videos, all three of the videos, including the TI video has been shared numerous times, numerous times. And, and I just want to know what the, how do we, how do we circumvent this? How do we get our community on one accord? How do we stop the hate towards LGBTQ people? How do we stop the ignorance? How do we learn how to be connected in our communities and our, um, and letting people be themselves? You know, um, bringing little Nas X and little Nas X has garnered a number of um, hateful non-supporters, and that if if you if there was a Cardi B or a Little Kim or Nicki Minaj or Meg Thee Stallion um, doing this same type of uh, video, or uh, uh, a Snoop Dogg or a Ti or a Luke or Trina, whomever, talking about these same types of things that Little Nas X is speaking about in his his music and his videos. I understand people not being comfortable with homosexuality, but the difference in the hate, not to say that, especially some of the women, I'm not saying none of them get that level of hate because I don't want to even start that argument, but the fact that we are in a space where people constantly show that level of hate. And I've, I've actually had some conversations recently and just over time with people who have that issue with gay black men. And what is the problem? What, what problem do you have with what somebody is doing? Because it can't be you are concerned that your child is watching this because your child is also watching you and what you're watching. So, you know, in terms of this type of uh, showmanship in terms of homosexuality is not something that has always been there. You know, um, I quoting um, T.S. Madison, and she said growing up for her, she didn't see gay people kissing or having sex or simulating sex or talking about sex on TV. She saw heterosexual people doing that. So how do we explain that to our children? How do we explain? But the argument was that is, well, that's natural. It is natural, but so is little Nas X. And the only problem that I have with little Nas X is the fact that I don't think he can dance. And keep on making these dance uh, videos. I just want him to learn to dance. I, I don't care what he does sexually or how he expresses himself, but I I want him to learn how to dance. So that's my action call uh, in in <laughs> in this in this matter. Um, but I don't I, I don't even know how to feel. I mean, I have my notes right here, but <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to deal with a situation like this where it's a positive outcome and it's not just one side arguing with another side or. Uh, somebody being mad or feeling disrespected or um, um, 
don't, I really don't, I just don't know. I don't know how to um, address it without being angry or mad because I don't want to just be mad. I want something to happen as a result. I want conversation to be started as a result. I want, you know, space not only to be made for your black man, but for your gay black son or nephew or cousin or father or whomever. I want these conversations to be had and I want us to not pretend like this has not always been an issue within our community. Like it has not always been a problem in our community because many of us are addressing this and we keep comparing this well you know, uh, gay people have more rights than black people. And that's not true when just as many are being killed on a daily basis. But simply being who they are. And the argument that we get that uh, uh, we can't equate uh, the specifically, and I'm speaking about black LGBTQ rights or privileges or, or issues, we can't compare that to the black movement. No, we can't, we can't compare white gay people to the civil rights movement, but we more than certainly can compare the Black LGBTQ perspective to uh, the Black civil rights movement because many of us are in, well, all of us, we're in the same party. You know, it, it, you're Black and gay, but you're also Black. So that makes you a part of both of them. But many people want to separate the issues because it's not something that they personally believe. But whether you personally believe something or not, how someone is treated should be of significance and of, of importance to you. And if you're not making these spaces for your uh, sons and nephews and nieces and family members or loved ones, then when they get killed or when you hear that they've been um, molested or harmed or bashed or what have you, I, I don't want to hear the tears. I don't, I don't want to see the RIP messages from you. I really just don't. I don't want to see that from you when you had a moment or you had an opportunity, rather, to be able to speak up. In, in support of it, but we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with our commentary or discussion on mental health uh, and take my Braxton. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange Radio Show, only on BeExposedRadio.com. Train your damn stupid nigga. You know, he might could have said nincompoop. We ain't no nincompoop. Here I come. Here I come. Open it. I'm gonna play for you. 
our first tune is called let's start what we have come into the room to do right on. here goes to make a grand entrance. I know who you are. The angel who hunts down those who trespass against him with no mercy. Admit it. I'm like it with the bland bland. and great entities here in the city. If you have a business, you definitely want to put your business out there, commercial, shout out, anything. It's fun to one of the great shows that's going to be on the Exposed Radio. What's up, people? I'm just sharing it out. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the Artist Exchange Radio Show and BeExposedRadio.com on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Like, share, and subscribe. Um, yeah, I'm, trying to do, I'm not good at doing two things at once. So I'm really excited um, in terms of all the things that are coming up. As I say, uh, we are really um, in a space where we are um, really growing and really, um, really growing and really expanding the reach of the artist exchange. And doing this by myself, and I, I say by myself because I've physically been doing the work, but. I've had a lot of people support the Artist Exchange Radio Show from family, from friends, from people in other countries. So thank you to everybody that continues to watch and continues to support the events that we do outside. And we want to just expand that. So if you come across this, please like, share, subscribe, um, and continue to support. If you want to be a guest, I'm always looking for new guests and interesting topics and interesting events to cover. Uh, speaking about covering events, you can go to the B News 
section of BeExposedRadio.com and uh, read our latest articles. We have a number of live, real human writers <laughs> that are writing out stories uh, on current events, on events, on new businesses, so on and so forth. So go to the Be News section of BeExposedRadio.com and check that out. You can also, I'm trying to um, figure out, you can also support Be Exposed Radio uh, or the Artist Exchange or either show that you may be tuning into by going to our um, our cash app, which is Be Exposed Radio. Is at the bottom in the red. So go to Big Exposed Radio Cash App and let them know that you want to support the Artist Exchange. If you want to support Big Exposed Radio, um, Big Exposed Radio has been around for a number of years. It has given a platform to many people to not only tell their story and share their story, but to support uh, hosts like myself and having a space to be able to promote and talk and interview with various guests and businesses, entrepreneurs, community leaders, and artists alike. So that's been the Artist Exchange Radio Show uh, contribution to this community as well as Be Exposed's contribution to this community. So if you have a show, if you had a show, you want to bring back a show, if you have an idea for a show, Info at BeExposedRadio.com and the subject line saying, Nate, I want to show, and we'll be able to help you out with that, uh, helping you get started, helping you get acclimated to the process, all that jazz. Um, and for me, I'm really, um, this has been awesome. Like, I've watched so many different shows come through Be Exposed Radio. I've met so many different guests and um been able to interview some really great people. And I'm right now, we're planning, we're going to take a brief break. Uh, this is a, about a week in August, uh, at the end of August, uh, going into September. And we're going to come back for our fall, winter, uh, with a, a renewed energy. So I'm just counting down to a little vacation. I'm actually going to spend that vacation in Atlanta um, for that week. Um, and I'm going to be meeting people, connecting uh, and possibly getting be exposed as sister station. Um, so I'm really excited. It's about everything that's come to me because of this platform, because of just my consistency and just, you know, luck, blessings, however you want to look at it, whatever you want to categorize it as. Uh, for me, it's definitely been a blessing to be able to um, meet as many people as I've been able to meet and, um, be able to really um, communicate and and engage and and all those things. And uh, I'm learning to take breaks. I'm learning to strategize and plan further out so I'm not overwhelmed, so I'm not in a space of just working, 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 and not being able to... um, enjoy what it is that I'm creating or enjoy the the experience of what I'm what I'm creating or how or with whom I'm creating. I have a number of events that I have coming up. Uh, I told you about the workshop series. Um, um, you see me in the studio. So this is one of my biggest projects that I've been doing for the last three months, um, going on three and a half months now. Um, and this is a big project that came from the pandemic. Um, we are 
definitely going forward with the virtual play reading series, playwriter series, where we do live readings of plays that have been produced or have not been produced yet in hopes that uh, a producer or a theater will pick them up. Um, and to help our actors be able to kind of reignite that feel because we've been in a pandemic for so long and everything that we've been doing is virtual, but um, just giving another virtual platform to artists and playwrights and actors to be able to showcase their work and their talents and a real safe space. So that series, um, I've been working on that for the last three months, so that'll be rolling out in August as well. Um, what else? Uh, in terms of the jewelry, Vashtop and Jewelry, this studio is dedicated to not only selling you awesome jewelry, which you can come Monday through Sunday, 12 to 5 p.m. and purchase at 1734 Maryland Avenue, um, but it's a space for creatives. So we're working more on marketing and branding with, in conjunction with the Artist Exchange of Best Club Jewelry. I've begun, I've begun to um, uh, partner with various businesses. One of those businesses being um, the Herbal Diva. And maybe I should take this off. Uh, but the Herbal Diva, you can see it. She has a line of loose teas. Um, and Herbal D Diva, uh, Jay Nicole, uh, she's a really good friend of mine. She's been, she's actually my business partner now. Um, she does these loose teas. So for me, this is the detox one, if y'all can see. I know it's, oh, you can see it. So this is the detox tea, and they're all loose teas. They come with their own um, filter strainer. Uh, not like this, but it's actually a better looking one, but this is the one I use. Um, and you can steep this. This detox one, has, it will help you get regular. And this pack right here uh, will last you about two to two and a half weeks um, at $20. Um, and it really works. I have a number of people who have used this and they say it really works. It just helps you to be regular. It's not a regular detox tea that's simply about losing weight, but it helps you to kind of regulate your body. Uh, and your, I don't want to speak about that, but that's how, it just helps you to regulate your system, your cleansing system. Um, and then there are, we have about nine other teas, and then there's a whole other line, a CBD line that we'll also be launching soon. But uh, the Herbal Diva, she is on a journey to wellness and health, and she is, you know, welcome us all into that as well. But this line of teas uh, is one of our one of my clients, the Herbal Diva, and I'm helping with marketing and branding. So with the Artist Exchange Radio Show platform, we're working on marketing and branding for artists, entrepreneurs, startup businesses, um, and anybody who's, who has a product or service that they want to promote. We want to help you with marketing and branding. What I noticed is we, we're good at writing posts on social media, but we're not good at telling the story. So I help you to develop your story and be able to convey that through your products, your services, and just your interaction, your networking with other people. So that is uh, one of the biggest projects that I have that I've been working on. And that's a part of that, um, that series as well with the uh, vision boarding. That's a part of my marketing and branding 
component to the artist exchange right now. So we're helping you with those things as well. So with that being said, we're going to finish out uh, this show with the last part of it, which is um, two parts. So Miss Biles, she's the Olympic gymnast uh, that is in the news right now um, and a lot of controversy around her name because she decided uh, to take a mental break and physically withdraw herself from the competition because she didn't want to put uh, the U.S. gymnastic team uh, possible win on a line. Now, she has been one of those Olympic artists that we hear about every single cycle um, that wins gold. She she crossed the board. I don't think she's lost. I, I can't think of any years for the Olympics, maybe earlier on that she lost anything. But she's been a name. She's been a space. And the reason I speak about this specifically is because for me, I've had to learn how to take some breaks. Even in being an artist, you need moments to just sit back and enjoy yourself. And this process of me building up this studio uh, and doing a show a couple weeks ago, I, my, my cousin, Miss Nika, uh, invited me to a wine festival. And I swear, she asked me maybe like two or three days before, and I was... I was really like on a fence, like, do I take time? You know, I'm here every single day. Do I take the time? Do I? And I I just threw caution to the wind that morning. I got up, got dressed. Um, my cousin came and got me, and we went to this festival. And when I say it wasn't even the activities, we went out, we went to the little village where they did the shopping. It was a big Jamaican, it was a reggae wine festival. And when I say it was the most peaceful. It rained in the middle of it, but it was so peaceful. It was so relaxing. And getting back, got home, I was wet. My white pants was messed up, but I was definitely rejuvenated. I came back into the studio that Sunday and I just felt, you know, it was just a ride that I was on. But I say all that to say I've been a person who I don't like to take breaks. Even with the radio show, I mean, I think in all the years that I've been doing it, it's been the last couple years that I've even taken breaks. You know, the station has a natural break that we take at the end of this year to, to the beginning of the year. Uh, but that was the only time I took a break. And even in that, I was still working, doing shows, rehearsing, all that. But I had to learn how to plan my breaks uh, because I do have to make money. I do have to support myself. But in her case, the ridicule that she's getting from media from the Olympic uh, organization um, and just people, some people in general is ridiculous. She has a lot of support, but there are just as many people who are saying negative things about her because as an athlete, as a black athlete, just a black person in period, we're supposed to be animals. People look at us as animals. We ought to look at ourselves that way. Uh, and, and the way we conduct ourselves, the way we, um, uh, are as people, we are seen as animals and animals don't need breaks. You know, we're supposed to be super human people. And that's that's as far from the truth as racist. Um, it's very disrespectful, uh, both for us to think that and for other people to think that. Um, and I, I'm glad, I applaud her for being strong enough to be able to take a break because it's not a weakness. Uh, and, and we have to show that we are not, we are human. 
and humans sometimes get tired. Our bodies, as we age, aren't the same. The same person she was when she was 15 doing this, and so now I think she's like in her early 30s, I believe, or late 20s. She, your body changes, so you have to begin to adapt, adjust, and be aware, listening to your body and to your um, inner health monitor that alert that we get where you know it's time to sit down a little bit you know and and, and we learn as people to just muscle through and get through and work through any obstacle any ordeal and and without complaining without anything and it's not complaining to say i'm i'm hurting or i don't feel good and for her she said mentally she just could not get into gear. She just couldn't mentally, and she didn't want to chance losing, you know, and she thought about her team. She thought about, you know, the the game, the sport in general, and she didn't want to not be able to give her all as she was used to doing. And then she, I'm quite sure she thought about all the things her team, all those things. I mean, she said she thought about her team, but I'm sure mentally and personally she thought about all the factors of if she did not do this, what would be the problem? But I'm sure she didn't think that people would ridicule her for choosing her. And we just saw that happen uh, with another athlete. And I'm, you know, I equate that to my experience and then seeing other people work because I have a mother who, who had a stroke. Uh, when I was probably in my, uh, probably as a teenager in my very early 20s, my mother had a stroke and she was in the hospital for maybe a day or two. And that was it. And then when maybe like eight or nine years ago, my mother had a stroke again. And this time it wasn't a day or two in the hospital. She was back and she was back to work that following week. This time she never went back to that job. And that was very scary to me to watch my mother go through this two-month process because my mother did not know how to take a break, even in the midst of her having a stroke. I remember that night being in the ER, that next morning, my mother telling me to call her supervisor because she's not going to be able to make the meet. Maybe you're not going to make that job. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And watching someone who has worked their whole life, I had another cousin, a cousin who, uh, a mother's cousin who had a stroke. I, I watched people, bodies kind of fail them because they just know how to keep it going. And sometimes you got to sit back because if I muscle through this and hurt myself, I'm going to be out of work indefinitely probably or for a longer period of time if, if I take this break right now and rejuvenate myself and be ready in a couple of days or a couple of weeks or whenever the cycle for Olympics start over. But we have to learn how to, and, and this term has been thrown around self-care, but we have to learn how to simply take care of our bodies. These bodies are not permanent. They're not, I don't care how in shape you are, they're not foolproof. I've seen some of the strongest people in the last year die just like that. In life, you see those things. You're like, how did that? Because life is not promised to us. 10 minutes from now, 10 seconds, 10 years, 10 days are not promised to us. So you have to take care of your vessel as best you can to get the most out of it as you can. Um, and, I, and I don't see anything wrong with taking that time. 
on the flip side of this conversation, I'm bringing up Tamar Braxton. Tamar Braxton has recently been, if you know who Tamar Braxton is, she's the sister of Tony Braxton, um, and she recently has had a, a couple years of on-again, off-again relationships with um, not only social media, but reality TV. First being her own reality TV show with her sisters, her then reality show with her then husband, her ex-husband, Vince, and then she had a third reality show where it was about her, well, she actually had four, uh, but the fourth one, I think, was just a short-lived TV show that didn't last long about air, and then this one where it was just about her, it, she's had this one again off again relationship. Well, her announcing that she'll be possibly one of the people on The Surreal Life, uh, a show back from the, I think that was like the early 2000s, that show came on. Um, and it's like a Big Brother house. And she was on Big Brother. But uh, it's like the Big Brother house, but it's a bunch of celebrities that live together in this home, and then they're watched. It's like Celebrity Big Brother, but um, it's not a competition show, so to speak. Uh, but her wanting to allegedly be a part of that, and then her joining another reality show as a host, um, of, it's like a reunion show for the Bad Girls Club, um, where they bring on various people, and her and another gentleman will be hosting it. Well, some fans kind of clap back, like, well, aren't you the same person that said reality almost killed you? And I looked at it as not so much her hosting could kind of interfere with her, but as they edit these shows, even the hosts sometimes look foolish. Even, you know, if they need a spin, they're going to spin it regardless of who the person is, but you are participating in a show that then will make women, specifically women, look like you said they made you look. So that was the hypocrisy that I saw. And then, of course, Tamar clapped back with, you know, one of her not-so-fancy clapbacks. And it just made me think, like, we're willing to do whatever it takes to get a bag. And and mentally, speaking about bios to, to Tamar, Two different, completely different people, not comparing them at all. But Tamar, you need to stay away from reality show regardless of your role in it. Just stay away from it. Because the same thing that you said they did to you, you're now participating and doing it to somebody else. And it, it, it to me, is not so good. And I think you need to really think about and again, I'm not telling her what to do. I'm just saying, from my perspective, I think you should chill out. Mentally, you're not strong enough for social media. You're not strong enough for these, um, mentally strong enough for these um, reality shows because we keep seeing you pull out. We keep seeing you back up from it. We keep seeing you quitting. You know, you left your sisters just hanging after it was your idea to start the damn reality show. You know, you never came back because your your marriage to Vince didn't work, so that reality show didn't last. The other reality show about the, the beautician, that I think that was canceled. The one with you and Mona Scott, you pulled out of that one. I, but yet you're willing to sit on a platform and let these same women be made a fool out of, and you're just hosting it. So it's, it's safe for you to host it, but you don't want to be the spectacle. So why do to somebody what you say has been done to you? I think it's very hypocritical. Um, and it's just it's how the industry works, yes. But I, I, in my opinion, don't do it. 
you know, you just, you made a big thing of how reality TV almost killed you. You wanted to take your life. You know, it, it made you look a certain way. It was editing and all these things, but you're willing to be a host on a show where they go and do the same thing and have done the same thing to these women. So, you know, there's a no for me, you know, <laughs> if my opinion counts. Uh, don't do the show, Tamar. You know, go try to develop a scripted show. Go back to doing, uh, you know, a talk show format. Figure that out. You know, make that happen. Start your own podcast or um, quote a, um, a TV show. You know, I, I think that would be a lot more healthy. And I, I enjoyed Tamar when she was on a reel. I think she was the most real in that lineup, uh, but in the most natural at it. But I think you should really um, just go back to that. Go back to that platform. I think that platform will work for you and your personality. Um, uh, I, I think it will be a safe space for you. Opposed to, and not to say you won't get any ridicule, but I don't think the reality show realm is for you. I think it takes a certain personality to survive that and to be able to deal with that. And even we've seen many of them kind of break under the pressure of reality TV. So uh, on the space of mental health, don't gamble with your mental health, thinking you can do things before it's time or do things that you think, oh, because I'm in this position, it's not going to really affect me. Monitor and be aware of your mental health. Take the steps to managing it uh, consistently um, and put yourself in spaces that are safe. You know, do not gamble with your, um, don't gamble with your health. Don't gamble with it. It's not worth it. It's not, um, it's not worth it. You are, she's very talented. I don't know, stick to music. You know, do music and do your own talk show. I think in those fields, you will be very successful. Everything else will be triggering to you. You know, and you can't keep quitting stuff. Don't keep starting these things and quitting because then your reputation in general has already been kind of shaky, you know, but how many times are they going to keep letting you start and finish? Not to say this wouldn't last, but how healthy would it have been for the people that were involved outside of yourself? Think about that as well. Because you want to put forth an image, you're still concerned about the image or getting the bag or being at work that you are not realizing you are participating in the same thing that you said almost killed you. So this has been another edition of the Artist Exchange Radio Show. We have some great guests coming up in August, so I want you to stay tuned, stay locked in for that. Subscribe to um, the Be Exposed YouTube page. I just shared it out on my page as well. Um, and uh, the Artist Exchange group page on Facebook, we have a a uh, radio show page, and we have our Best Shop Blue Jewelry page. So like, share, subscribe, stay tuned. We have some awesome workshops. If you want to take part in any of our workshops, either on the Artist Exchange side or the Best Shop Blue side, because we have some great workshops coming up on the jewelry side as well, where we show you how to make jewelry. We have some uh, clothing, uh, clothing designers, um, somebody who made this scarf for me. We're going to be 
doing um, workshops with them where they show you techniques uh, to doing it. If you are a business and you want to take some of these classes, hit us up. You can take your own class one-on-ones or we can do them in small groups as well. Um, that's the Artist Exchange Radio Show page, uh, Vashtop Blue Jewelry, and you can find out all the information on those pages. Um, and again, this has been the Artist Exchange Radio Show only on BeExposedRadio.com. I believe the next show up will be the premiere of the Nick and Buck show. And that's Monday, 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 Monday at 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time only on BeExposedRadio.com. Peace out, people. Have a great day. Thank you.